All right. I have turned it into a requirement, although it's really uh, jamming up my schedule, and that is anytime someone sets a school record, I have to interview them on Bulls Beat. But there's so many now. Kobe uh, Babin. Is it Babin? Yes, it's Babin. A lot of people say, like, Baboon, <laughs> Baden. I'm like, what are you doing? Come on. It's well, not that hard. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't mess it up then. We'll call you the school record holder, first cool. of all. Uh, tell people a little bit before we get to the current events how you ended up at USF. Uh, they do have a pretty notorious uh, guy that's in charge of pole yeah, vault coaching. Yeah, Speak yeah. about that first. Um, so he attended my state meet in my junior year. We're talking about Coach school. Marsh, by the yes, way. Yes, Coach Marsh. And uh, <laughs> I really I really like the Tampa area. You know, the area's great. I grew up in Florida in the Panhandle, and I kind of wanted to stay around, stay around in Florida. But uh, super sweet guy. We talked a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. He was, just, he was just a really nice guy. And so I was like, we toured the place that really nice pole vault facility and I was like, you know what, let's, let's give it a shot and uh, ended up here and uh, it took me a little while to get going. T- the first two years were a little rough, but this year I've been being, been able to figure it out a lot quicker and I'm really excited to see like where I can go in the future. So we'll go through a couple of those points, but let's go back to the one where you you know mentioned like the Tampa area. You're <laughs> from a decent little area too. Nice I, building. Yeah, you're, am, from, yeah. you're from Destin? I'm, yeah, I'm from Destin. Yeah. Okay. okay little beach town. Everybody loves to travel there. It's annoying you, in the summer because the traffic's terrible. Is but that it's right? Good. It's good. I, I love hold, living there though. It's great. <laughs> I'm going to hold my hand up because me and the wife went there a couple of years ago and it's like, whoa, this is different. It's probably a good thing that it's a seven hour driver. We yeah, can go in there yeah, all the time. But, yeah. but uh, compare the beaches. I'm sure you've been to the ones here. I mean, um, it, it, yeah, I have. I, I got to say uh, Destin wins but by a touch. It does win by a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the white court sands are beautiful. You can't beat them. They're actually t- so beautiful that I have to wear sunglasses because it hurts my eyes. Okay. And so, you know, so that, that's one negative I don't like about the white sands is that. <laughs> I've heard people say the same thing about your hair, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that for another day. Uh, as far as, you know, you mentioned trying to figure it out over the, la- the last yeah. couple of years, but something clicked to speak about that part of it. Um, so I... Man, honestly, my mindset kind of changed a lot over the past two years uh, with COVID and everything happening in my senior year of high school. I kind of like took a break from pole vaulting. And so like when I got back into it, it was really hard for me to figure out what I needed to do. But then uh, last year I was like, okay, I got to figure this out. And uh, so I wrote some stuff on my mirror actually. And I like, you know, helped my mind a little bit because it's a very mental sport. Of course. If, uh, you know, if you're running down the runway and you're thinking, oh, I don't, I'm scared to go up or something like that. You're not going to make, make the jump at all. And so my mindset has completely changed this year. And I really think that's helped me like propel forward into the higher heights. You just used a couple of great pole vaulting puns, by the way, propel forward. <laughs> You're better at this than, than I thought you would be. Uh, so th- that's the thing. I mean, I always ask somebody that's good at pole vaulting and, and, and mental. You mentioned it, but uh, you've got to be a little out there to try it in the first place. When yeah. did you, when did you, um, when did so you this, this take is, it this up? Is, this is a funny story, actually. Um, I hate running. And I'm in track, so it doesn't really it doesn't really help out. But uh, one of the prerequisites. Yeah, you yeah. Would think. Um, so in middle school, actually, uh, the coach put me in like the 400 and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, nope, not messing with that. I'm not. I don't like lactic acid buildup and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, nope, I'm not doing it. And uh, so I asked him, I was like, hey, what what can I do that doesn't involve a lot of running? And he was like, oh, well, you can do you know shot put and discus. So I did that. And then he was also like, oh, you can do pole vaulting. And I'm like, cool, I'll try pole vaulting. You know, it seems fun. I like adrenaline, so why not? <laughs> and uh, luckily, uh, like 30 minutes away in Seaside, there's a guy named Ryland, and he does, he's like an Olympic pole vaulter and stuff. And uh, so I grew up kind of just vaulting at his place. 
and that kind of just like led over for me loving it actually the first two times i pole vaulted i got sick because it was so like exhausting on your body wow and it was like so like the rest of the day after vaulting practice i just went home and just sat and just like had like a 100 degree fever i was like nope <laughs> i can imagine that like yeah. you think you're an athlete like i'll tell you my first high school soccer practice i'd never done anything like that it was ridiculous and i i same thing that mm-hmm. you're going through now pole vaulting i've never tried uh also nice nice little side note seaside another beautiful commercial yeah uh, yeah little, little area i personally train in. i personally don't go over there a lot to like <laughs> hang out because it's just so <laughs> compacted with people but it is very beautiful wow well uh, now that you're here and uh you've got it going now what took you to the point now you, you, you hit the school record? I mean, what was the, the mark that you thought you could hit coming into this season? And uh, have you surpassed it by, you know, several inches or several centimeters in pole vaulting? So I didn't think out this happened this quick, to be honest. Uh, I knew it was going to happen, but I just didn't think it was going to happen in the first five meets. Mm. I think five meets. That's correct. No, four meets. Four meets. We've had four meets so far. And, uh, yeah, the 17 mark was okay. really hard for me to hit. and But, like, once I knew... Like once I got that, I was like, okay, this is this, I can relax a little bit. My mind can calm down because I was after that mark for like two years, and then I was like, once I get that, then I'll be able to just go, go sky high from there. And so I was thinking I was gonna get like seventeen six around there, at the end of the year, but uh, I really think I can get like around eighteen hopefully this year because I'm only like four inches away. So hopefully. Hopefully yeah. soon. I def- definitely think maybe this conference is meet uh, next week. That would be cool. So I, I guess in a, in a strange way, I mean, in certain sports, you know, it's right out there, you know, points in, in basketball or runs in baseball or anything like that. It can just be a small margin. An inch can make mm-hmm. such a big difference in pole vaulting. Is it almost something where you do as much as you could do training, but in the end, it's maybe just having that little extra motivation, that desire, when you're actually coming down to the, the real thing. Um, it's so tough to answer that question, especially in pole vaulting. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't. I really don't know. It, it's it's everything has to work so precisely for you to like get those high heights. Because if if one thing's off, then you're not jumping, you know, four inches higher. You're jumping like six inches lower. Mm. And so it's it's kind of just. Wow. You just got to put it all together and trust yourself to do it, and then then you'll be able to do it. Well, for the vast majority of people listening, maybe an easier question. Uh, just take people through the basics. I mean, what makes a, a successful jump, and what are the key elements? Um, so the key element, I would say, is your run. Hmm. Um, from the man that doesn't like to run. Yeah, yeah from the man bit. that doesn't like to run, you have to make sure you have a good run. If, uh, let's say that like you're a foot out from where you're supposed to be taken off from, you are going to jump up and the pole's going to hit you pretty hard and then you're pretty much just going to fall on the ground and so you kind of have to thanks yeah so you you make sure you get your run dialed in and then once you get that then you can start focusing on the swing and then the and then just from there it'll just kind of click for you after you do it a lot but (laughs) i was gonna say yeah click for you yeah i don't think i've ever heard of somebody just like grabbing a pole one day and just no having like the perfect jump to get like 17 within like a month or two like it just doesn't happen takes a lot of practice and time and and like heartache <laughs> to get it but <laughs> well, man, you'll you'll get it well we're so happy that uh, you joined us and uh, you you've gotten it going so far and keep it up and uh you know that whatever one two it doesn't have to be the full 4 inches but uh I can sense you're going to keep improving thanks a lot Kobe yeah of course thank you for having me